1: Yikes! Uh five on the floor, ride for my dogs. Well, here's the thing, you can check the score. Hustle hard, couple scars, random bubble frogs. Just like buttons say, you in trouble, yo. Cat the floor playing, got an all van, y'all seen the block, stop in one hand And pack the trust, it's power have the guts. We here to bring the heat. Y'all can hang it up.
0: Welcome to Five on the Floor, a daily insider show on the Miami Heat and the NBA featuring Ethan Skolnick, Greg Sylvander, and Alex Toledo, plus others from the Five Reasons Sports Network.
2: Welcome back to the latest episode of Five on the Floor Live. I am your host, Greg Sylvander, coming at you directly following the Miami Heat's home loss to the Denver Nuggets. Tonight's floor plan with me for the post game show. Uh, Brian Fonseca, you can follow him on Twitter at Brian Fonseca NY, and Tony Schwartz, you can follow him at Tony Schwartz MBA. We are going to dissect this Miami Heat loss to the Denver Nuggets, where, frankly, they were outmatched in a lot of ways, and uh, we'll get into reasons why. Uh, I was surprised they were able to even score as much as they did for a lot of that game, um, just because. It hasn't trended in that direction lately, Uh, but before we dive into the game, uh, I want to shout out one of the biggest sponsors, the sponsor of Five on the Floor Live, the official post-game show of the... Uh, five region sports network and that is a aggressive insurance the insurance agency that works for you a aggressive insurance you need to call 954-581-8800 for a phone quote if you're looking for a quality auto policy with benefits that won't leave you in a rut if you're paying too much high cost for insurance look no further they have the best rates in south florida you need homeowners homeowners associate uh, uh homeowners insurance life insurance uh, business liability retirement programs financial services and careers this is where you want to go she is a loyal friend of the program Lynette go to insurancebylynette.com a aggressive insurance 954-581-8800 so damn like they hung with them it wasn't enough. 112-108, the Miami Heat lose to the Denver Nuggets. The Denver Nuggets are the one seed in the West. I don't think anyone should be surprised by this. Uh, before we dive into the the nuts and bolts of the game, the the whys, the hows, uh, Tony Schwartz, your initial reactions of the loss uh, to the Nuggets for the Heat?
3: It's so hard to beat a team that's shooting 57% from the field. Okay. And they they were hitting – if you take heaves out of the equation – um, they were hitting at a 67% clip. The math wasn't there. You couldn't rebound the ball enough to stop all the extra possessions that Denver was getting, and you weren't getting enough variance shooting the ball um, to, to bring balance to the lineup. I'm surprised the Heat were this close in the matchup. It goes to show you sometimes math doesn't matter. Um, the Denver Nuggets generated six more possessions than the Miami Heat, but you know they, they really kept it close and, and brought it back in, in the last quarter there. They won a lot of those non-Jokic minutes. Uh Thomas Bryant was getting cooked. That was beautiful to see. But eventually it just it just catches up to you. The math just catched up. They were for most of the game, Greg, it was like 50% offensive rebounding rate. Denver was rebounding 50% of their shots. Um you can't beat a team that's doing that and shooting the three ball. Just the math doesn't work out in your favor.
2: There's a couple things. So some of this I was tracking at halftime. I jumped into spaces and mentioned it, like all of the metrics that tell you the heat are going to (laughs) lose the the heat bench, getting outscored, them being out rebounded, the other team shooting 50% from the field and 40% from three. I think maybe they, Denver finished a shade under 40% from three. All of it was trending in the wrong direction, but yet they were right there and they stayed around. Right. So it's like, to me, I guess there has to be some level of wins offensively that they were able to keep pace with this team. Um, obviously, it wasn't pretty. Uh, Brian, as we kind of look at the the team as a whole. Um, the base of the offense was a lot different tonight with no Tyler Hero, no pick and rolls. It was Butler and Bam in the mid range. What did you see from Jimmy in the mid range that you liked? Bam out of bio, although he didn't rebound well, definitely did some things offensively. Let's uh, let's hone in on Jimmy and Bam uh, a little bit about and what you saw from those two tonight.
4: Uh, one of the last possessions, notwithstanding, you know Jimmy Butler was able to get to his spots. Right, um, he was able to be effective in a lot of different ways. And I thought he played a good two-way game tonight. Um, You know, Bam, I thought he didn't rebound the ball enough. That tends to happen against Nikola Jokic. Like, it's the only guy in the league where he sort of has this struggle against. You know, it's hard to get around somebody who's like 280 uh, and <laughs> try to, like, box him out. But, look, Bam, he got to his spots, too, in the mid-range area. I think, you know... It was only but so much you can do. Once Tyler Hero was out, you knew this was going to be a challenge. And a lot of people in the comments uh, and on Twitter were talking about the undrafteds. want to point out that other than Bam and Jimmy, all the guys who played were undrafted today.
1: <laughs>
4: so if you look at the roster, right, you had eight-man rotation tonight. You had Jimmy Butler, Bam, of Bio, obviously. Caleb Martin, Gabe Vincent, Max Strews, Haywood Highsmith, Orlando Robinson, Jamari Yeah, Those are the other six.
2: What is happening?
4: <laughs> and I, Look, I, undrafted players, I could identify with that, right? I think most people in life are probably closer to an undrafted rookie as opposed to a number one overall pick. You need those in order to have a functional uh, organization. However, to have six out of eight, to have 75% of your rotation be undrafted players— It's a big ask to beat the team with the MVP, the team with the best player in the league this season, probably the team that's probably going to come out of the West, maybe, maybe, just maybe. Look, if they could stop somebody at a reasonable clip, it's just very difficult, you know, to ask of that. That being said, like I found myself actually encouraged with like some of what Orlando Robinson showed. Some he fans might not want to hear this because they prefer to sign somebody uh, on the buyout market as a backup, right? And I think you, if you're if you're a real playoff team, you try to go veteran. Like I think you circle nerland's Noel, and if he's bought out, that's somebody you try and get. But Orlando Robinson, I think he's going to factor in, into this this team's plans one way or another. Because if Omer Uzumcu is not going to be here long term, you probably sign Orlando Robinson to a deal at some point.
2: Yeah, I want to stop there for a minute. I'm going to shout out Prize Picks, uh, the official daily fantasy uh, sports app. Daily fantasy sports platform of five mm. region sports and five on the floor. Uh, it has been a lot of fun playing the Super Bowl props tonight. I uh, I thought for sure Jimmy was going to go over on two and a half blocks and steals, and I was so- wrong. So there I go, giving bad information out to, uh, to our subscribers on the timeline and such. Uh, but use the code five, F-I-V-E. You'll get your initial deposit matched. And maybe don't use my advice, but use your own. And you can win up to 10 times your money. This prize picks, you can use desktop application or Go to the Google Play or Apple App Store and you will be able to find it. So make sure that you check out PrizePix. It's daily fantasy made easy. They do really cool promos day over day. So check out PrizePix. but use the code 5FIVE to get
5: your initial deposit matched up to $100. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What's the first thing you do if you had an extra hour in your day? Go for a run, take a nap, maybe check the stats of the latest Miami Heat game. I've got a better idea.
2: Uh, Do we all agree, Tony, I guess I'll let you answer first, but Brian, I'd like to know just yes or no, Orlando Robinson's going to be converted to a standard contract. Yes or no?
3: No. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Okay. So that's one of the
2: two roster spots.
4: We all Mm -hmm. in agreement now? Well, let me back you up. Now, if you're asking me if that's going to happen, probably. If that's what should
2: happen, though.
3: uh Ah. Do you
4: (laughs) think that
2: they should play uh, that game where he does as many games on his two-way, stays on his two-way, and then they use the two spots for veterans? That's interesting. I haven't heard... Anyone close to the org suggests that, but I think it's more that most people are just subconsciously assuming Orlando Robinson's getting that spot. So maybe (laughs) the questions aren't being asked and they're going to come back and laugh and say, well, you didn't ask. That's why you didn't know. But let's just say that there's one spot, Tony, to fill on this roster of the buyout guys. And I know that a lot of people have been looking at point guards. There's this Russ talk. There's these Will Barton talk. Right then you have a game like tonight against Nikola Jokic. 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 Careful. I've been messing those up lately. (laughs) No. Um, So you you got a guy like him. You got Giannis in the conference. Um, Right. And I start to think about if you can't count on Yurt and Orlando is still young and he's green and on the road in the playoffs just makes me scared. Do they have to lean big with that buyout spot if it is one spot? How do you feel about how they should approach the buyout spot if it, in, if indeed it's one roster spot to fill?
3: Yeah, what the Heat do and what I think uh, should happen typically are two different things, but uh, I would hope so. I think tonight you bring up Giannis and, and it's not just Giannis; it's Embiid. It's there's a lot of bigs, you know, Rob will in uh, in Cleveland there's a lot of guys that present this same kind of challenge for us that push us off the offensive boards. We just don't score enough points to not have those opportunities in our offense. Um, if you're going to make a run at the playoffs this year, what it looks like you are, you're very comfortably in the sixth seed. Um, you better get some size. You know, if, if you're talking veterans like Sergi Ibaka, I'm comfortable with that. If you're talking Nerlens Noel's I'm comfortable with that. The one thing I would sit, say is like, you want to get bigs that you can throw at opposing teams as a different look and they should be able to play with bam uh at least in spot minutes so sergi Baca works that way Nerlens noel doesn't quite work that way but he would easily be our best backup big on the roster um so that jump in talent pretty important to add but i like the kind of guys that we can throw as a switch up for six minutes just shove something in Embiid that makes him back out for six minutes so somebody else can play um that's I'm hoping where they go. Will Barton's interesting, though, because the point of attack defense kind of sucks, too. Um, (laughs) And that was a big problem tonight. So that's the one guy. If we do go guard, I would love Will Barton. Yeah,
2: no, he intrigues me as well. It's just it's hard to get away from this size thing uh, as I look around the buyout market. And then I'm like, I'm trying to think like, damn. Is there a big that's going to spring free somewhere? Maybe like a stretch four that can spring free here at the Mm -hmm. last minute. I don't know what's going to happen. Team building is hard. Uh, Just ask the Miami Heat. Just ask me who's trying to look at the buyout market. ODM Performance Solutions can help you build a winning team and keep it together. Uh, If you're looking to fill an important role at your company, ODM Performance Solutions, they can help you uh, find C-suite level leadership, sales rainmakers, executives, operational support, Find out more, check out odmpsi.com or give them a call at 954 634. The ODM, uh, ODM PSI, they can help you with a ton of stuff, whether it's acquisition, whether it's consulting. It can be as easy as a phone call, how to help you grow your social media. Check it out, odmpsi.com, 954-434-0634. This is where we're closing, y'all. The ODM performance solution of the night is SPO needed to play more. Of Jamare Bouye, maybe booyah buddy. (laughs) Nah, I know that that's mad corny, but yo, I just had to just throw it in there. He was efficient, he was active, three steals. Um, rough around the edges. Uh, As we close here, Brian, you first Uh, thoughts on Jamari Bouye Bouye as a player? Maybe not as a playoff contributor. I'm not trying to like. Career trajectory, this guy. What can we expect from him over the course of the next thirty days to get us through?
4: Uh, I'm, I'm fearing that we we might have the answer to our uh, roster spot questions on the team already, <laughs> <laughs> and you hope that that's not the case. But like, none of us would be surprised if the Heat were just like, "Hey, all right, Bouye and Orlando Robinson," because those are two of the only guys you could sign the multi-team deals. I don't think that's what they should do. I tony mentioned will barton will barton to me is the best player available on this buyout market i think he's the best player available uh considering like what you're gonna need at the guard spot because as ethan mentioned on the last podcast victor oladipo's health he's been good this year you know defensively but victor oladipo's health can't really be trusted and i think while russell westbrook is the most talented player uh, available i don't think he's the best player available in terms of fit and in terms of just obviously his play style and I'm not sure how it's going to mess with the team that can't shoot and you bring in somebody else who can't really shoot. Um, That being said, I think uh, Jamari Buya has, uh, you know, I think he has the potential to become uh, somebody who is in the NBA for a little bit, Um, perhaps on this team, but like, I don't sign him this season because you have to, you have to get serious about these two roster spots. You did nothing at the trade deadline, you have to be able to at least get, like, some adults in the room and uh, get some guys who can play and contribute right now. And if I'm a Will Barton, I would look at Miami and be like, all right, Kyle Lowry, we don't know when he's going to come back. Victor Oladipo's in and out of the lineup. Gabe Vincent is starting at point guard. Why couldn't Will Barton come in here and actually be somebody who eats up a lot of minutes at the guard spot? Because I do I do agree. They need a big. Somebody mentioned Dario Saric a few days ago. Dario oh, Saric gosh. is another one. Works. Like he works as a as a guy who could be a back of 5 and then also play with bam uh, as a 4 in some lineups right if kelly O'Linick gets bought out that's a lot of pro- that's probably the organization's dream that's scenario i don't think yeah. i don't think that's happening even kevin love even,
3: even kevin love, love. Mm,
0: no, i know yeah, yeah. i know <laughs> well, wait
2: you are going to derail Just the show and go minutes. down this we we can't go down this buy, buy out all, all, all I'm, I'm
4: saying is look 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 jamari bouye he's b- good game today Liked what I saw, signed Will mm. Barton.
2: <laughs> so Tony, uh, amongst the network, you're probably one of the uh, more plugged in to the G League uh, dudes that we have as it relates so... to summer league and mm-hmm. the prospects that that come in in and out of there. Uh, I'm interested. So then, from your perspective, because you probably watched a little bit a uh, little bit of Jamari Bouye. Bouye Uh, as he's not been in a heat uniform what you've seen different from him than what you may have seen from him when he initially put on a heat practice uniform maybe back in vegas or wherever Um, and then also if there's any other guys that like you think maybe from a two-way perspective we should be keeping our eyes on as we're kind of just uh going over names don't mean to put you on the spot if it's just uh jamare bouye analysis that's great and then we're going to close up shop here with a couple comments
3: no, great, great call sending it there because that's really where I wanted to bring it. First of all, sales rainmaker is getting added into my uh, my resume. Uh, Kabouye is now the official nickname. I want to change it to Kabouye. That was hilarious. Uh, if just if Brian scenario is right and they take Bouye and Orlando Robinson to answer your it question, better not Greg, be
4: right, Tony.
3: I'm I'm hoping not. <laughs> I'm really hoping, but if it is, the call-up is Justin Champagne. I think he's been playing really, nice. really, really well for them. Um, he would serve great in this role right now where we just need minutes for guys that are kind of irrational and go to head first. That's what Bouillet's best at. What he was doing when he wasn't in a heat uniform was exactly what he was doing in summer league in a heat uniform, running straight at people. Um, he can facilitate really well off the dribble, too, for, for a guy uh, as young as him. I like his minutes because he's irrational and he's extremely, extremely confident on the floor. When he gets into his dribble, he looks like he's been playing for 10 years. He, he's not shook by whoever's defending him or whoever's in front of him. Um, those are the kind of minutes you need from guys like him. Twenty-eight minutes was a lot. <laughs> <It> was. <laughs> this is
2: true. Asking a, a lot, lot of dudes. He's also
3: he's also
4: from Brooklyn and his twin played at St. John's. He played at Pitt, so I saw him a good amount uh, when he was in you know here locally he was actually in the raptors g league team last year and he was playing well yeah
2: he feels like a st john's guy like he really does bk to the fullest uh anyway um thank you for joining us for this post game show <laughs> we will have you covered for the game in brooklyn on what is that wednesday night 7 30 eastern we'll have you covered uh Pre-game, post-game, all that good stuff. Brooklyn's right ahead of Miami in the standings, y'all. So that is going to yep. be. And the they lost. Game. They lost against
4: the Knicks, and the Knicks made some ground on Miami. So Miami's got to start getting some Ws.
2: Playoff grinding. It's mm-hmm. happening. Uh, thank you for joining us. Shout out to Prize Pick. Shout out to ODM Performance Solutions. Shout out to A Aggressive Insurance. Have a great night. Thank you for
6: listening to the Five on the Floor on the Five Regional Sports Network.
0: of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it?
1: I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96%